What's going on, everybody? You got us for episode 14, the last one for the year. I know we missed a couple weeks ago, but, you know, it kind of was Christmas. So kind of have to be in the Christmas mood. Yeah. Yeah, Brent, let's do a... Uh... I don't want to step on your toes, but welcome to the Cigar Match Podcast, everybody. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for joining us for episode 14. Um, yeah, I forgot. A, I thought everybody knew who we were. I, I know, forgot. right? <laughs> yeah, and that's a, that's just a pet peeve of mine after listening back to the podcast. I'm like, we never even say the name of the podcast. Oh, okay. Well, here, I'll say it too. The Cigar Match Podcast. There we go. Listen yeah. to us on all the different medias <laughs> that Adam knows how to do. Or you can go to our website, <laughs> yes. www.thecigarmatchpodcast.com. That Perfect. is, the www stands for the worldwide. <laughs> yeah, so here we are. We are the week after Christmas. I, Bruno, I think it's been officially one month since we recorded an episode. I think uh, it's, so. It, it's been busy. It gets busy around the holidays. And, and, yes, it does. You know, things happen, and we have to push podcast dates. And here we are, December 28th, finally recording episode 14. I hope you all had wonderful holidays both thanksgiving christmas hanukkah whatever you celebrate i hope your holiday season was was really really awesome uh and i hope you you got some good cigars i hope you smoked some good cigars i didn't get Uh, any you know i i don't think think about i don't think i did either i I bought my own uh, which is fine we'll talk about that (laughs) uh but here we go we're 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 coming up it's the 28th we're coming up on the end of the year and this will be our christmas slash year-end wrap-up show and we're going to do something as we were compiling notes and, and talking about what, what are we going to what are we going to do what are we going to cover on the last episode of the year? Uh, the easy way out would have been let's do a year end wrap up. Let's talk about the best cigars we had over twenty twenty three. Boring. Yeah, but I think a lot of other people are probably going to do that same thing. And I've already seen the a lot of the blogs. I've seen um, the you know top cigars of the year already coming out. I think that's going to be overdone. So we're like, you know what? Let's just roll into an episode and. And do what we do. We don't need to do a, a traditional gear end wrap up. So, I uh, hope you guys aren't expecting that because we're not doing it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We'll give you something more interesting to listen to. Hopefully, yes. Yeah. So let's let's dive right in. I want to um, do the premium cigars from the FDA yeah, regulations because that's yes. a big one. Yeah. Let's start there, Bruno. Run with it, man. All right. So there's been rumors for a while that. Um, CRA has really been working very hard, and anybody from the CRA who's listening, thank you ever so much for all the hard work you guys do. Have been really working with the FDA to try and get them to lift some regulations that I will say unjustfully were put on cigars. They were really taxing them for reasons that I never quite understood. Adam and I were both confused when all this came about. I think both of us were working in the at the B&M when this all even came up. Yep. So, according to some stuff we've read recently, a representative put a, what is it called? It is HR 90, HR H- Res 99. HJ Res HJ, 99. Not yes. HR. That's this HR was... Puffin stuff for anybody who's my age. <laughs> Yes, this was submitted by by Byron Donalds uh, from Florida, and yeah, HJ Res ninety nine. And what I really like about this, and Bruno, I think you were already headed that way, but oh yeah, I'm just jumping in because I've been quiet too long. Go ahead. Um, I, what I really like about this, a couple things, uh, in in the um, the submission, uh, Rep Donalds actually pulls a a really cool report that I liked, 
Uh, I'm trying to find what that report was called uh, so I can give it proper. Here it is. Um, Donald cites the findings from a 2022 study by the National Academics of Science, Engineering, and Medicine uh, that points out premium cigars are used virtually exclusively by adults. Premium cigar use is extremely limited, and premium cigar use poses less physical risk than the use of other tobacco products. So I like that that's stated, and that was put out right in there because, (laughs) you know, because the easy way to get this, you know, the, the big argument is, oh, we're doing this for the kids. You know, the, the kids, the, this is going to save the kids that they, they don't have access to premium cigars. No, it's not. Uh, kids aren't buying premium cigars. Uh, I worked in a B&M for a no. number of years. And, and I, I can probably count, I don't, I can probably count on one hand the number of kids that, that tried to buy premium cigars. Um, I don't think I ever had anyone under the age of 21 trying to buy a cigar. I never did either because you can't, in, you unless you have lungs of leather, and we did know <laughs> one gentleman who did. You don't inhale your cigars, but I never did see this man. This man inhaled stuff that would turn the most seasoned cigar smoker green. Yes. I've never seen anything in my life like it. And, sir, if you're listening, we love you. Yes, we do. But anyways. Because kids are going to try and inhale it, and they're going to puke. They're going to puke. They they won't do it again, I promise you. Right. Uh, (laughs) They will never have another cigar in their lives. Uh, and the other, and, the other nice thing about this bill, I guess it's a bill. Um, it is. I'm, I'm, my my knowledge of government is very limited. Yeah, so. mine too. Don't worry. Uh, the other thing I like about this is that they lay out guidelines of what a premium cigar is. Yes. And these guidelines are what we we I think if you're listening to this podcast, you would agree. These are what this this defines a premium cigar, wrapped in whole leaf tobacco. Contains 100% leaf tobacco binder. Contains at least 50% uh, filler by weight, long filler tobacco. Uh, whole, that which means you know long right. filler is whole leaf. Uh, is handmade or hand rolled, meaning no machinery was used apart from the simple tools such as uh, such as scissors yeah, to cut the tobacco one, prior to rolling. Eh, that yeah. That one can borderline on. I've yeah. had many machine-made cigars yeah. that were from clippings that were good, but we'll go I on. Have, I would agree. Uh, has no filter or non-tobacco tip or non-tobacco mouthpiece. Yeah, I checked I check that box. I would. Uh, does not have a, a cate- ah, characterizing flavor other than tobacco. That's going to upset some people. That's going to up. Yes, that is going to upset some people. There are some big names in the flavored cigar area. Yes. Uh, Contains only tobacco, water, and vegetable gum with no other ingredients or additives. Uh, weighs more than six pounds per thousand units. So with that, that's the def- that's what they're using as the definition of a premium cigar. And I think for the most part, that's, that's kind of pretty spot I on. I would agree. It's, it's very accurate. I mean, <clears throat> I can tell you that in reading that when we were reading it earlier – the whole contains 100% leaf tobacco, contains at least 50% long filler, wrapped in whole, leaf, whole tobacco leaf, hand rolled, no filter, doesn't have a characterizing flavor. I can tell you that I was a cigarette smoker for many, many years. And every once in a while, I will still, I was Marlboro Lights. Every once in a while, I will still have a Marlboro Light. And I can tell you this, after smoking cigars for this many years and knowing what tobacco tastes like and no offense to um philip morris but 
<clears throat> I taste too many chemicals in cigarettes anymore. I just do. It tastes. It, it all tastes like chemicals to me. Hmm. That's that's interesting. So I can't back you up on that because I've never. I know you can't. <laughs> I've, I've never smoked anything other than a cigar, so I, I I I've got no input there. But I will take your word for it. And it's interesting because I didn't know that about you. So that's, that's oh yeah, interesting. until probably two thousand eight, two thousand and nine, I was a pack or more a day Marlboro Light smoker. Wow. And yeah. Every once in a while, I'll still have one. Yeah. And it reminds me why I don't smoke them anymore. Yeah, that's interesting. I said I didn't know that about you. I knew you, you had <laughs> jarums every now. And I then. still have a. I still have the cloves, but to yeah. me, those taste like tobacco. Those don't taste like chemicals. Right. Okay. Very cool. So yeah. So and, and why this is so exciting is once if that passes through and we have a solid definition of what a premium cigar is, then it's a lot easier to. Um, when, when there's legislation happening. Well, if this bill goes through, premium cigars will be exempt from FDA regulation. So that's huge in and of itself. That's, yes. you know, game over. That's awesome. But having that definition of a premium cigar, that will help in the future. If anything else were to come along, any other regulating body try to step in, uh, it's easy to say at that point, hey, there is a legalized standard of what a premium cigar is. Here it is. Um, so, so, yeah, that's, you know, CRA has been fighting this battle for a long time, and it's really cool to see that making some headway. Because uh, we hear about all it's the bad stuff. awesome. All the bad legislation, you know, this is going to be banned, that's going to be banned, blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah, when we can get some wins like that, that's awesome. So hopefully this this bill continues on. It's got bipartisan support, which is awesome. Um, so hopefully it doesn't get hung up in anything. Hopefully it continues forward. And uh as we see progress on that, we will definitely share the updates definitely. and let every, and keep everybody uh, keep everybody in the loop. I apologize for stumbling and mumbling here, Bruno, That's and everybody right. else listening to this. He's had too much bourbon. We already had that discussion. <laughs> I wish that were the case. <laughs> me too. I haven't had enough. Mine's almost gone. <laughs> I've got a bottle of water sitting in front of me. <laughs> but at least I'm having a cigar while we talk, while we so podcast. So. You touch on the Wisconsin one, just because yeah. we had talked about it and you rediscovered it. Yes, so if, you, if you've been listening to the Cigar Match podcast for a while, think back to episode 10. We covered a, a point uh, in episode 10 around Wisconsin that um, Wisconsin, there was a bill allowing for new cigar bars. Um, so Wisconsin had a bill in place that... Uh, I'm trying to remember. I'm going through and because it's it's weird. It was, um, if the the cigar bar existed prior, I think it was prior to 2009, it was allowed to stay. But you couldn't have anything new, correct? Um, come along. So if you had your your cigar spot, your bar, your lounge, whatever you want to call it, that was open prior to 2009, you were grandfathered in. But as of 2009, there. Wisconsin has not allowed any new cigar lounges, bars, whatever, to open up. Uh, Wisconsin legislation, they are amending Senate Bill 471 to allow cigar smoking in all cigar bars, not just those from 2009 and previous. Uh, you'll be able to open new cigar bars. And obviously, I haven't read through this entire thing, so but I'm assuming there will be some limitations. I don't want to say limitations, but there will be restrictions, I guess. Maybe limitations, restrictions, they're the same thing. Uh, kind of the way we have here in Ohio, where 
I'm sure that it'll probably have to be something like a freestanding building, um, not shared occupancy type thing. Um, there, there will probably be some restrictions around it, but it's a good step in that, hey, they're saying we, you know, we, we see that people want to use, they want to go to these places and have cigars. Uh, so opening that up is really, really cool. It really is because we're going to go over here in a couple minutes how the cigar lounge industry is starting to pick up. And it really, really gets me excited to think about that. And when Adam's done, I'll talk a little yeah. bit more about that. No, go ahead and pivot into that. <clears throat> so one of the things for anybody that is here in Cincinnati, the Cincinnati area, um, we're going to... Adam and I kind of discussed this before we started tonight. And even though we're not going to necessarily talk in depth about where we worked in that name, we've been kind of trying not to use brick and mortar names. But if we want to promote these places, we can't say, hey, if you're in Cincinnati, go smoke at this brick and mortar. And you're sitting there going, okay, that's awesome, but you never told me where to go. <laughs> What's the name? Right? <laughs> so... One of the things is coming very soon in early February, anybody that is in the Cincinnati area, we have mentioned the Mason Cigar Bar a couple of times. Yes. And I know yes, Adam have. and I are going to be at this, but in early February, they're having a My Father event, which is going to be very, very exciting. Very exciting. The, uh, if you if you remember back, um, you probably heard Bruno and I. We talked about attending a Tatuaje event at Mason Cigar Manor, oh, was and so that good. was a that was a great night. It was, and I'm sure that my father. I'm looking very very forward to the my father event because the Tatuaje event was was a lot of fun. Uh, so, I mean, come on, my father. Well, how could that not be a good cigar event? Uh, so that's something that early February. Uh, I don't think they they've not announced an actual date yet, right, Bruno? No, they just said early February is, I mean, we'll have another episode at least before that because oh, I yeah. want to announce it on our podcast, the yeah, Cigar yeah. Match podcast, for those of you who don't know what you're listening to. <laughs> yeah, once we get the date and everything, we'll share that. And then uh, if you're not in Cincinnati, we will definitely provide you an update on how the event goes because yes, we will come and visit sure. us. Yeah, yeah, come into Cincinnati for the event. Come hang out with us. That'll be a, a really good time. <laughs> And then a ver another very exciting piece of news is some months back, my wife grew up in uh, Mainville, Ohio, and some months ago, it's been quite a while, she said, hey, they're looking at opening a cigar bar in Mainville. And it's been kind of hot and cold, hot and cold, hot and cold. Uh, there was a bunch of activity there, then there wasn't, then there was, then there wasn't. And I discovered tonight that there is going to be, in March of 24, in Manville, Ohio, a new lounge opening called Creekside Cigar Company. And nice. I am really excited about that. Yes. Because it's close to me. It's even a little bit closer than Mason Cigar. Plus, it's going to be a new set of people, look at new some new events, because I'm really working very hard to trying to t attend more events and support these places so they all yeah. stay in business. Yeah, it, it, it's spreading the cigar culture. A new location, new people. Um, it, it's just what the cigar culture needs it, to bring in, keep bringing people into our hobby. So it's really exciting. 
So with that being said, I think we all, anybody who's listening, and I know Adam and I have already thought about this, our New Year's resolution should be visiting our brick and mortars in our local cities even more. Um, I know Adam told me you guys are giving us some great, you guys and girls are giving us some great um, yeah. recommendations. Recommendations. We'll yeah. go over. He didn't tell me that until tonight, so thank you <laughs> yeah. all. Considering I'm thinking, nobody's listening to us. They're not no. telling us. So I found out tonight you our audience is listening and giving us yeah. recommendations, so we appreciate that. So anybody who gave us a recommendation, I thank you. Your New Year's resolution should be to visit that place more, unless you're there every day. Then unless you're a regular visit. already. Right. Yeah. <laughs> if you're a regular already, don't become keep offended doing what you're by doing. that. <laughs> yeah. Just keep doing what you're doing. Right. Just keep doing what you're doing. Yeah. Because we need to support these brick and mortars. Just Oh, yeah. We don't want them going anywhere. I enjoy them too much. I visited Mason Cigar couple weeks ago for their festivus for the rest of us event and i'll tell you what it is a hoot i yeah. watched them do this last year and i watched them do this this year they have the fastest smoke contest oh wow and how did you not win that oh i i i will not participate <laughs> i will not you have the everybody starts out with the same cigar and the first one to reach the ban wins and I am telling you, I was watching these gentlemen. There was probably 12 or 14 gentlemen doing this. First of all, they filled the room up with smoke like that. <laughs> and I am watching these guys, and they're not looking healthy. <laughs> oh, I bet. <laughs> and <laughs> the one gentleman who won, I ended up talking to quite a bit later that night, which is what you're supposed to do. And when he got up, he got up slow. And he was he was not he was not standing straight for a little while or walking straight for a little while. That's and, awesome. And <laughs> I guarantee it. In fact, I know because I talked to most of them. It blew everybody's palate because one of the rules in this contest is you're not allowed to take a drink of anything. Oh wow! While you're doing this. <laughs> wow. So hence, when I got done watching everybody and seeing. People look the color of Shrek or the Hulk. <laughs> it reminded me of why. Because there was a couple people we knew there, Adam, that we'll talk about yeah. later. Yeah. Who partake in this. And I'm like, nope, I enjoy my cigars. I want to be able to taste for the rest yeah. of the night. Yeah. Yeah. So one thing I want to go back to, Bruno, you said, you know, you make your resolution visit these places. So we're talking about these events. If, you've, if, you're, if you're a cigar newbie and you've not been to an event yet, Make that your resolution. Go out to your first event. I would agree. Yes, you will have an amazing time. Don't be intimidated by it. Get out there. Check out an event. Have fun. Win some prizes. <laughs> yeah. They were giving yeah. away all kind of stuff, and Santa came around that night and gave each of us a cigar. And Oh, that's awesome. And one of the things, for anybody who's new and you're going to some of your first events or just starting to go to the your local lounges, do yourself a favor. I know Adam cannot, can tell you I am not a quiet man. I am not a shy man. I know there are people that are very quiet and very shy. Yep. You know, if you want to go there to just relax and have a, and have a good cigar because you can't do it anywhere else, that's awesome because that's supporting them. My mm -hmm. recommendation would be to insert yourself into some <laughs> you, of these conversations. Yeah, you have to. Uh, and, and I can speak to that because I am a very quiet 
very shy, very introverted person. Um, and, and I am intimidated still to this day when, when I, we go to events. Um, I've been in the cigar culture for years now, and I should not be. And the first time I went to Mason Cigar Manor, I don't know if I shared this on the podcast, but I almost didn't go uh, because I got about halfway there and started having an anxiety attack. And I had to call my wife, <laughs> and my wife had to talk me into to continuing the drive to meet Bruno uh, because I get just ridiculous anxiety. I get worked up over it. And you no, know, it's Bruno spot on. Go, go to the event. You know, insert yourself. Take step one is just go. Yeah. Um, you know, just go. The cigar culture is full of some of the greatest people I've ever met. If they see you uncomfortable and, you know, I'm sure someone will come over and ask you how you're doing and ease you into a conversation. Yep. That's just how, that's just how cigar guys are. Cigar guys, I, I've noticed, are, are very social and they're very good at picking up on when you are not really feeling or maybe you're feeling out of place or whatnot. Um, I, I've noticed that over, over the years is that cigar guys were, are always very willing to kind of come up, how you doing, you know, and, and start that conversation and make it easy for you. Uh, you have a shared, you have a shared interest right away. You're at a cigar event. So it's very easy to find something to talk about, even if it's just the cigar you're holding in your hand at that minute. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's, it, it's real easy to, what do you think of that cigar? And yeah, to just it, say, yeah, I, I'm enjoying it or I'm not. I mean, that starts the conversation. You got to start it somehow. You can start it by the weather. Mm-hmm. You know, when I first went down for this Christmas event, they have, it's called Festivus for the rest of us. So, of course, they had, um, uh, oh, God, why can I not think of the name of that show? Seinfeld. Seinfeld. Cheesy Pete. <laughs> they had Seinfeld playing on all the TVs. And for probably the first 10 or 15 minutes, I kind of sat there like a dud and watched it. And I even had a couple guys go over and say, ah, you don't need to be sitting here by yourself. So Adam is right. <laughs> there, it. The thing is, if you sit in a corner and you don't look at anybody, they may or may not say something to you. But if you're shy and you just want to see what people's yeah. read is in the room – just make eye contact with some of them, and you'll be able to tell that they yep. want you to come over. But as Adam knows, I will not hesitate in inserting myself in between people. <laughs> not <laughs> at all. That's not who I am. I'm going to go ahead and be like, hey, I'm going to come and interrupt you. Okay with that? And if you say no, nope. I'm not going to get angry. I'm just not going to interrupt no. you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Bruno was not shy at <laughs> not all. Not at all. Two events with him. Me, on the other hand, I am. I will sit and and hopefully someone will will say hello or not or something. Uh, but yeah, I Bruno and I are polar opposites in that in that aspect. So it's it's kind of weird. That what so yeah, makes it so, awesome. So moral of the story: get out there. Yes. Go get to out your there. your local brick and mortars, especially you know even if they're not having an event, go support your local brick and mortar. Um, because, you know, if you didn't have your local places, man, it, it, that's heartbreaking to not have a local place. I know. And don't give me the, well, I can buy, I can buy things online. Yeah, I get it. I buy things online too. I but do you know too. what's really cool? Going into a brick and mortar and picking up something to try and not having to buy a whole box of them right. to try them. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or, or not having to wait for something to ship to you. Being able to drive to your brick and mortar and leave that same leave that brick and mortar with cigars in your hands. That's pretty special. Uh, I'm a big fan of that myself. <laughs> I am also. So I've really been trying yeah. to buy online less yeah. and less and less. Yeah. Same. So yeah, get out there, support your brick and mortars, go check them out. And if they're having events, go to an event. You'll, you'll have a good time. I promise.
All right, so Adam and I had kind of talked before we started. We decided not to do a year-end. We decided to keep this since we know people are still busy. Everybody's getting ready for New Year's. Yep. And by the way, have a safe New Year's. Yes, definitely. We just kind of talked that, you know, we'd go over, since it has been a month, we'd go over some of the stuff that we had yeah. smoked and kind of try and keep the episode on the shorter side. So. Yeah, yeah, keep it to the shorter side. <clears throat> So I'll start because I had everything queued up. Yeah, you, you're well, way more prepared than I am. <laughs> All right. So what have I smoked in the last month? A lot of cigars. But anyways, um, Southern Draw Cedrus. Really good cigar. It definitely a medium to full bodied. I know you had had this also, right, Adam? I I did. Yes, yes. And I have a question for you about this cigar because... I was trying to figure out if when I had it, if I was, if it was the marketing that was getting to me. But did you get a lot of cedar on that cigar? I actually, for once, I got something, and I think that's what it was. Because yeah. you know my palate is crap. <laughs> I know, and after I asked the question, my I immediately started thinking you asked the wrong guy. No, I really <laughs> did get something off of this. Mm-hmm. It, it was, it, it was a very very good cigar. I really, really enjoyed it. I mean, yeah. So that was one. The next one is going to take almost no wording. The Tatuai uh, Fausto. Oh, it's yeah. a Tatuai. That's about all you need to say about that. <laughs> yeah, the Fausto is good. As Forrest would say, and that's all I have to say about that. Yes. Just Tatuai. I've never had a Tatuai cigar that I did not enjoy. Yes. All I right. agree with that point. Him and I also both had the Upanda by Luciano. And nope. Oh, you haven't had that. No, I have not. Oh. I have not had that. Well, we'll have to... I don't remember where I got it, but we'll have to find you one. I was... Uh, I know where uh, I can get it. Okay. Then I recommend you get one, and we'll talk about it later. So I'll leave that one. Okay. Yep. All right. So this next one, he's Adam's going to react the same way I do. <laughs> um, I, I'm, I'm going to yep. pre-apologize for my going to be my introduction to this cigar. Please don't will, turn off the podcast when he yes. says this cigar. <laughs> and I, anybody who works for this company, understand that this We're is joking. not meant to. Yeah. So, <laughs> Macanudo. So Macanudo. Everybody that, everybody that just rolled your eyes, <laughs> give Bruno yeah. a second to, to finish here. So. I was at a, a brick and mortar up in Indianapolis. And even when I worked in our brick and mortar, a Macanudo is a very good beginner cigar. They're very, very mild. Very, yes. Not something that I would smoke on a regular basis. So I'm in this brick and mortar in India, Indianapolis. And I'm asking the tobacconist, hey, you know, what do you recommend? And he goes, this Macanudo. And I looked at him and I go, are you seriously going to recommend me a Macanudo? And he said, this is the Inspirado. You need to try it. I'm like, smoking a Macanudo, for me, being a seasoned smoker that likes full-bodied, I can breathe and get just as much. (laughs) And he's like, no, 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 just trust me. Just trust me. You need to buy this cigar. Well, guess what? He was right. Oh, my God. Yep. I had that same thought. I've had the Inspirado, and... When I bought it, I thought, 
or no, I didn't buy it. I'm sorry. We just talked about this, didn't I, Bruno? Yeah. Uh, mine was mine was given to me uh, by my 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 dad. Uh, <laughs> one of those things where you know somebody gives you a cigar and you're like, "Yep, he gave me a cigar. All right, I'm gonna smoke it." <laughs> Uh, okay, I, I'm. I'm. You give me a cigar. I'm going to smoke it. I don't care what it is. Oh, I'm. With um, you. you you give me a cigar. I will smoke it. Uh, and yeah, my dad gave me a Macanudo Inspirado, and I remember having that and going, "Holy sh! Why is not every Macanudo like this? It's actually really good." It makes me want to try the other ones because there's different. Yeah, I think there's like a white, a green. Yeah, what do they have? There's the white, the orange, the black, the green. The um, the red, the Hamayo, and the Tercio aged. Now I want to try all of try them. Try the others, yeah, because the green is really, really good. Oh, man. It's kind of surprising. Yes. So, any of you four kicks people out there, limited edition 2021. Yeah. Really good smoke. How was that? that I really enjoyed that. Because I've seen it a couple places and never picked one up. Yeah, it. I think you would enjoy it. I really do. Very nice. So the next one, I didn't, I picked it up. I smoked it. I, I kind of try to forget what I've paid for stuff or forget where I've got it, which maybe isn't the best thing for me to do, but <laughs> still. So I smoked this cigar and I thought, eh, this isn't a bad cigar. And it was very surprising to me because I have had plenty of, Fuente cigars, yep. and this was the God of Fire Series B, and it was a it was a very good cigar. I'm not taking anything away from the cigar, because I've had just about every Fuente out there and love them all. And yep. I'm not saying that I didn't enjoy this cigar. We had talked in one of our early early episodes about you know what something costs versus what you say. Yeah, and I can tell you, I paid well over twenty dollars for this cigar, and even though it was an incredibly good cigar, I would not buy one again for over twenty dollars. Yeah, yeah, that, that's 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 interesting because I I have that that same cigar still in the humidor. I was gonna have it on Christmas, and I it slipped my mind, and I I didn't. Uh, so that's I, I'm not surprised though, because. I, I think with with Wednesday specifically, especially with things like the God of Fire, I always have very high expectations for that stuff. I well, mine wasn't a high expectation because I'm dead serious. I'm old enough where I can forget stuff very quickly. <laughs> and when I picked this up and I snapped a picture of it to send to you to put on Twitter yep. or wherever newfangled World Wide Web thing you're putting this stuff on, <laughs> wherever you're doing that. When I smoke something new, I take a picture. I took a picture of this and smoked it and never thought anything about it. It was not until I was sitting here tonight researching what I'd smoked and mm-hmm. pulled this up and went, this was a freaking Fuente cigar. And I did not pay a little bit for this. I paid a reasonable amount for this. And again, yep. nothing against the cigar. It was a really good cigar. It just, I have had Fuentes that cost this much that I would pay without yeah. hesitation. You're saying there are better things at that price point. Yes, especially from Fuente. They got from some Fuente. really yep. good cigars. So, I'll, I'll wait because I've got some Fuente stuff to talk about as well. All right, the last one that Adam and I also agree upon is the Ramona Lonas A.J. Fernandez. 
Ah, yes. Yes. That yes, was yes. a very, very, very good cigar. What size did you have that in? Uh, I think it was the Toro. I don't think it was the Robusto. I'm pretty sure it was the Toro. Okay, because I've only ever had six. Yeah, I've only ever had it in the Churchill size, I think. Holy crap! <laughs> yeah, that's what my local place, They, I was telling Bruno prior to the show, my my local place is this, uh, it's a small place that just has, they have a walk-in humidor, um, but it's not a large walk-in humidor, but it's still a, a walk-in humidor. And I believe they had about two boxes of those that came in. Um, and I think I bought both boxes one cigar at a time <laughs> over the course of about a month. Um, and the only size they had, I'm, I'm pretty certain the only size that they had was the Churchill. Um, and I'm looking right now to see. Yeah, yeah, Churchill 7x50. Um, and yeah, I would agree. I liked it a lot. Yeah, it was a very good cigar. It definitely yeah. lived up to being... A medium full bodied, medium to full bodied cigar. Yeah, so that's I'm, all I'm gonna talk we're, about. We're very big fans here of AJ, of AJ Fernandez. Yeah, so very much. Not a surprise that we both like that cigar. No. Yeah. So uh, for me, I've been since the last episode. Um, we recorded. It was right before Thanksgiving. We recorded. Yeah. So, at that point, for me, in in my mind, that becomes Fuente season. Because working in the brick and mortar, I learned that that's when a lot of Fuente stuff, some of the rarer stuff, hits the shelves. Opus, Añejo, um, stuff like that. So after we recorded the last episode, my mind went to Fuente season. And I was on the hunt for, I really, I had just, I wanted an Opus. Just standard ass Opus. That. <laughs> yeah, I, I, had, I just wanted an Opus. And to the weirdest thing, I, I've been to... Let's see, four brick and mortars around me, and haven't been able to find an Opus this year. Which so I don't know if 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 it's just my brick and mortars or is Opus getting some rarity back to it? Because I know when I started smoking cigars, Opus had a rarity to it. I remember the first time I saw Very Opus. Much so. Yeah, I remember the first time I saw it. Um, it was limited to, and I was like, oh, I thought I'd found the Holy Grail because on the forum that I started on. That's the way it was treated. Um, and as I think maybe working at the brick and mortar, I was spoiled a little bit because the brick and mortar that, that Bruno and I worked at, we had a very good relationship with Fuentes. And so we would get Opus a few times a year. Uh, it wasn't just at Christmas. We would get it in the summer. We'd get it in the spring. I mean, there we'd get it every yeah. few months. We, we would get a shipment <laughs> of Opus. It was It was crazy. And I think I, I became kind of desensitized to it because it was just always, almost always available. Um, and so, but anyway, so Thanksgiving hit and I said, I want Opus. Couldn't find an Opus anywhere, uh, which was kind of surprising. So I don't know if maybe there's getting some rarity to it. Maybe, maybe there's something else there. I don't know. I did find the Añejos. So that was awesome. The, I had the Añejo, it's the size, the size is called the 60 which doesn't, that's not the actual size. That's just the name. It's a, I believe the 60s of like is a Toro size. Um, I should have looked it up, but I didn't. Uh, but I had that, which the Añejos are phenomenal. Always. Oh, yeah. I wish oh, I could have got the, yes. I wish I could have found a shark, but yeah. no luck. Um, the brick and mortar I found the Añejo hat, Añejo hat only had one size. Uh, and so I went with what they had. Uh, I did see something interesting that I, I just couldn't bring myself to pick up. I saw the Fuente Eye of the Bull, 
um, which I hadn't seen before. And it was pointed out to me while I was in the shop that they said, hey, we have the we have the Puente Eye of the Bull. And at first I, I turned around. I'm like, oh, I'm going to check that out. Um, it's the Don Carlos Eye of the Bull is the, the I guess, the actual name of the cigar. Um, and so I, I went to the table that it was setting in or setting on. And I that it was right next to the Anya Hill, so I grabbed my Anya Hill I was going to get. And I looked at the Eye of the Bull, and I was just turned off by the size. It's a three and a half by 55. That's 10 minutes for me. <laughs> yeah. And the price point was, oh, I mean, f- the price point was up there. And when I say up there, we're talking above 20, easily yeah. above 20. Um, and I just I just couldn't pull the trigger on it because I'm going, man, that's that's a nub and it is a, it just, is, yeah it was a hard uh, it was a hard hard thing to think i'm gonna i'm gonna drop a a good amount on a cigar that's gonna last 15 minutes so i, I couldn't pull the trigger on it so for you that's an hour and a half yeah i know <laughs> i i just couldn't do it and i'm hoping that that i don't start hearing about how great it is and i start yeah um, feeling bad that i didn't then. that i didn't get it but yeah. Anyway, I, I saw it. It was there. Uh, what the things I did have. Uh, so I was in the. I've been looking for a a cigar. I'm trying to think of how to how to word this. Something that I can have while I'm doing something else. I don't want to have premium cigars that that I'm going to feel bad if, if I am. You know, if I'm doing podcast work and my I'm focused on editing audio or working on a website or whatever. I don't want to have a, a really good cigar that I'm not paying attention to. So. I've been trying to find something that I can just, I want to have a cigar, but I'm, I'm also doing something else. I'm not really paying attention to the cigar. And I don't want to be, I don't want to be smoking eight, $10 cigars that I'm not paying attention to. So I went into a brick and mortar and picked up a couple of unbanded, unnamed, just bundle cigars um, that were, Nicar- all they could tell me were that they were Nicaraguan cigars. They came with a three wrappers. There was a Connecticut, a Habano, and a Maduro. I'm currently smoking the Maduro now and I'm quite enjoying it actually. Uh, and they were $5 a stick. Uh, and so that was a win for me. I'm like, well, I picked up the Habano and it was good. It wasn't anything that I'm going to, um, you know, tell all my friends about because it's that great. Cause it wasn't that it was just a good cigar. Mm-hmm. It was $5 that I could yeah. have while I was, yeah. you know, while I was doing something, my, something else that had my attention. So that was cool. Um, the other thing that, that I was, I thought was really cool. Uh, we were in a humidor when i say we it's uh myself and my two sons we were in a humidor and i was looking for we went into this humidor looking for something specific they just happened to be with me and they went in there looking and my oldest son he's looking at a shelf behind me i turn i'm like what are you looking at bud he says man he says dad this this cigar is the most beautiful cigar i've ever seen (laughs) And it sound that sounds like a weird thing to say, but when he said it and I looked at the cigar, I fully understood what he meant. Because the the sheen on the wrapper of the cigar was just it was glistening, it was silky, it was just it looked just absolutely it just looked like a really nice, nice cigar. The band the band was contrasting against the dark wrapper and it was just yeah, I mean, it really was a very nice cigar. And and we ended up picking up a few of them and that was the um La Flora Dominicana Lenox. That was really, really nice. Uh, I didn't know anything about it going in. He thought it looked nice, so we picked them up and said, that's what we'll go home and have these tonight. And we did, and they were quite, quite nice. 
Um, on the last episode that we recorded, episode 13, we talked about the Anorsa uh, Guardian of the Farm, the Calibra. I think it's called the Cerberus, actually. Uh, I think it's called the Cerberus Guardian of the Farm. But it's a Calibra. If you're not familiar with the Calibra, it's a, a cigar that's... Um, it's like woven or braided, I guess. It's three cigars that are braided mm-hmm. to, to one. Uh, you don't smoke them that way, obviously. You can't smoke three cigars at one time. Somebody's going to tell me they can, and hey, if you can, cool, great. <laughs> um, I've never tried, actually. Uh, you, you cut the Calibra apart and smoke it. Um, but our local brick-and-mortar had that exclusive to them, and they were, um, at the time when, when we recorded the episode, uh, they were, I think, $75 for a five-pack which is a little I mean it's not terrible when you're thinking it's a Calibra you're gonna get you're gonna get 15 cigars out of it for 75 bucks it's not terrible um but so we went down to this this brick and mortar and I was surprised when I went in and there was the Cerberus still in stock and so I'm at that point I'm weighing am I going to drop 75 dollars right here or am I not um and then as my son was looking at the Lafleur de Mexicanos I I turned to the shelf and there's the the uh, Calibra in, available in a single. So I was able to pick up the Cerberus. I haven't had it yet. It's still in the humidor. Uh, so I can't tell you if it's any good or not. Uh, once we do have it, it was something that I, I told my, my son. It's like, look, this is three cigars. So, you know, there's three of us. We'll, we'll, we'll all have these together. <laughs> that works. Yeah, like we'll all have these together. Uh, and so I haven't had it yet. We'll get to it. When I do, I'll let everybody know what I thought of it. Um, what else the, um, what else have I had? Let me look at my phone here. Uh, we already talked about the Añejo. Not much to really say about that. Um, obviously Añejo is Añejo. I did get the coolest socks in the world for Christmas. Yeah. Um, I got yelled at for that. For what? Socks? For your socks. Why did you get yelled at for my socks? She was just angry that she didn't find them also. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah, so if you hadn't seen the picture of my socks, um, I got uh, a gift from my wife called Cigar Socks. Comes in a, a cigar box, um, four pairs of socks that come in a box that says Cigar Socks, and there are cigars on the socks. One of the pairs of socks says Real Men Smoke Cigars, and I just thought it was awesome. It's like everybody gets socks for Christmas. Um, it's really cool when you can open it up, and there's a you know, it looks like a cigar box, and it's like, wow, cool. Yeah, there's only socks inside of there, but I thought it was cool. I'm a nerd. Uh, the other cool thing that I just remembered as I'm flipping through some of the stuff that I had documented on my phone, I was in a brick and mortar um, that I, I had went into just to. My wife was actually buying. I think she was she was buying a Christmas gift for a coworker. She buys her coworkers booze. Um, so we were in. Um, this is a larger. It's a larger kind of party type store um, near me, and they have a, a, a nice. I shouldn't say that. It's nice. It's it's decent sized humidor, uh, and I went in just to see what they had. And I'll usually go in there and pick up. They they carry a few lines that I can't find anywhere else, uh, so I'll usually go and pick up a few things. But as I'm leaving the humidor, I, I go out. I close the door behind me. I look to my right, and there's a, a display case where they keep their just a, a very small selection of of cutters. Uh, and when I say cutters, oh, these yeah. are, yeah, you know where I'm going. So when I say <laughs> cutters, these are typically your your basic under ten dollar cutters. Um, 
So when I looked in there and I saw a Zycar box, I was a little surprised. Um, so I stopped to take a double take because this isn't something they normally carry. I'm like, oh, they've got the Zycar. Okay. But what got even more interesting is I look at the box and there's a tag on the top of it that says 1999. And my head just goes, you can't be serious. So I open the case um, and I pull the Zycar box out, opening it, expecting to find something that's not a Zycar cutter. And sure enough, there's a a black J.C. Newman Zycar cutter. Uh, it's the Zycar, what is it, the XI, I think, is the yeah. series on these? Yep. Yeah, so it's it's the the standard Zycar that normally runs about $44.99, I think, online. Um, yeah, they were priced at $19. So Bruno and myself each got new Zycar cutters. <laughs> so so it, hence, go into your brick and mortars. Go into, yes, go into your brick and mortars and look around um, and see what's there. I don't know if these were left over from a Christmas thing they had or or what why they had these uh, these particular Zycar cutters, but they had them and they were $19. Uh, exactly. and I bought the last two uh, from this particular brick and mortar. So yeah, you know, go in and check. You'll never know what you're gonna find. Uh, even and this isn't even a when I say brick and mortar, this isn't a dedicated cigar store at all. Um, this is a very large liquor store that just happens to have a walk-in humidor as well. Yeah, um, and a nice one. Yeah. So no, this isn't even the one with the nice one, Bruno. Oh, oh, that's right. Um, no, th- I mean this is it, it's 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 oh it's decent. It's a walk-in humidor. It's a decent size. They have a decent selection. Uh, but like hard goods, things like cutters, torches, things like that, they they normally have just the very basics. Um, so when you see those places, don't uh, don't turn your nose up at them. Check them out. You'll never know what you're gonna find. That is true. Um, so, and I think I, I've been terrible about noting what I've been having lately. So I, I'm not going to struggle and try to remember what I've had over the last uh, couple of weeks because we've kept them longer than we wanted to, anyways. Tonight, yeah, exactly. We were wanting to to stay short. So we'll wrap there with our our year. Our year end. Don't ask me what my favorite cigar for 2023 is because I can't tell you really. I don't remember. <laughs> <Me neither. laughs> I can grab something out of thin air. And she's like, oh, yeah, it was the, uh, I, I will go to the Tatsuwahe 10 year that Bruno and I had. Yeah, that's what it was. Cigar Lounge. That was, that was my favorite of the year. Um, <laughs> maybe it was, maybe it wasn't. I don't know. That one just stands out because that was a good night. Um, yeah, it was. So it, we're wrapping it up. I hope everybody had a great holiday. Uh, have a safe New Year. Yes, and please. everybody knows you have a cigar on New Year's Eve. Come on, oh yeah, of uh, get out there, start your New Year right. If you're gonna have a cigar, start it right, man. New Year's Eve when that when that clock hits midnight, have a have a great premium cigar in your hand and start 2024 proper. I agree. So everybody, be safe. Um, we will get back to our normal cadence. So bi-weekly, we're gonna start 2024. We talked. We're gonna we're gonna hit the road. We're gonna get out and see some of you guys. We're gonna check out some brick and mortars away from the Cincinnati area. Uh, so we're gonna start that in 2024. We'll get all the details and we'll let you guys know uh, when that's gonna happen, where we're gonna be. Uh, we talked prior. We're gonna start uh, getting some guests back on. Uh, that was something. So you that, don't have uh, to listen to just us. Yeah, <laughs> you don't need an hour of just Bruno and myself every two weeks. We're going to we're gonna get out there and get some more guests in for 2024, and really start trying to grow the podcast in that manner. Um, so be on the lookout for that. If you if you know a cigar person that you think would be somebody that would be uh, open to coming on the podcast and talking about you know maybe they they work for a brand, maybe they work for brick and mortar. Um, let yeah, us know. Let us know. And, you know, 
or get if us it's you. Us in, yeah, or if it's you, or if you're listening, you say, "Hey, I work for in the industry. I'd like to come on." Let me know. Get at us on on social media. We're most active on Instagram, but you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter, our own website, thecigarmatchpackers.com. You know, shoot us a message and, and and let us know. We will definitely start the conversation to to bring to bring you on. We are very open to yes. to guests coming on, promoting whatever you've got very going on, so. talking cigars with us. It'll be a good time. So, Bruno, we've been well, at this for yes. fourteen episodes. We're well, I guess we're technically we're about six months. We're not we're not we're not a year yet. So, um, well, it's been a good it's been a good way. To, that's my has. favorite part of twenty twenty three right there. This podcast. Yeah, there you go. That's it. That's been my favorite part. This podcast. All right. Everybody so we say smoking. goodbye to 2023. Yes. And goodbye we say goodbye to you guys for episode 14. Take us out, Stay Bruno. Stay safe. Stay safe, Stay safe everyone. Guys. Have a great New Year's, and we'll talk to you next year. Yep. See you guys. Bye.